Wednesday on Capitol Hill, hearings are being held that aim to answer one basic question. Are the titans of Silicon Valley prepared for the upcoming midterm elections? To get to the bottom of that answer, Congress has called some of the biggest names from Facebook and Twitter to testify. Are they ready for what could be a contentious clash? This is TikTok. I'm Dave Myers. And joining me today is Bloomberg News technology reporter Sarah Fryer, who is headed right now from San Francisco to Washington to report on these hearings. Sarah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. So set the stage for Wednesday's hearings. Who will be there? So, so far, we know that we're going to have Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey and Facebook Chief Operating Officer Sheryl Sandberg. We don't know yet if anyone from Google is going to show up. The company offered up a lawyer that could take the stand, but senators were insulted by the very idea and Mm. rejected that offer. So (laughs) maybe Google will will send someone to the last minute. Uh, They have been told that they have until the morning of the hearing to make a decision. So that'll be a little bit of last-minute drama, whichever way that goes. So it could be two, it could be three, but what's the purpose of these hearings, and, and what does Congress hope to accomplish? The purpose of these hearings is to set the stage for the midterm elections. As you know, in 2016, there was a vast, coordinated effort by Russian bots to try to disrupt the sort of political climate in the United States, getting people to get angry at each other over hot-button issues like immigration, like race relations, mm-hmm. uh, like you know, guns. These are things that Americans are likely to argue about. And Russia has this whole crew of bots on social networks that are trying to manipulate people into hating each other, basically. So this is something that, of course, the Senate does not want to see a repeat of at the midterm. Uh, but it's been slow progress. So Basically, the executives are coming out to say, we take responsibility for what happened. Uh, we know now what to look for, or at least we have a little bit of a better idea of, of what to look for. And we're investing in this. We're going to try to make sure that mm-hmm. we can prevent these kind of attacks on America. So let's go into the room tomorrow, which you'll be in one of those hearings. How will the line of questioning and the tone of those questions from Republicans and Democrats differ, or will they more or less be the same? So what's interesting about these hearings is sometimes they're on topic, sometimes they're not. You know, sometimes you have people who want to ask about data privacy or uh, anti-conservative bias or any one of the other issues that are hot-button issues for Senators, I've seen senators ask about their personal Facebook pages in these hearings. Uh, there have been a couple hearings since the last time we talked about election interference. So really anything's on the table. It's whatever the senators say um, they want to have covered. And, of course, this hearing follows another hearing by the same body in November of last year that tried to uncover Russia's manipulation effort. So hopefully we'll have a little bit more of an educated asking these companies about what's happened and maybe they'll have made more progress since the last time they were on the stand. Yeah, yeah educated. I, I think we all recall from the Mark Zuckerberg uh, hearing that some were accused of not being too educated on what Facebook was and how it worked. You know, I think there is a sort of disconnect between what the senators think the companies can do and what they can actually do. Uh, you know, of course, Facebook is building up its intelligence apparatus, but they have no sense of, of why foreign governments would want to to do certain things on U.S. soil. They don't really have, a, you know, spies in various countries the way the United States does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So 
So they need they need to collaborate with the government, and that's what's happening behind the scenes. As the government, you know, questions Facebook and Twitter on the stand about what they've done lately, behind the scenes, the companies are trying to get a little bit more cooperation from the government. And, and also behind the scenes and during this these hearings tomorrow, you know, the looming presence of Donald Trump, the president, will will be there. You know, do you think he'll be paying attention to, to these hearings? I think Trump is going to pay attention to whatever uh, the coverage of the hearings is. I don't know that he'll be necessarily listening to, to them as they go on. Um, but, you know, his issues are, are with this fake, I guess I should say this um, misconstrued idea of anti-conservative bias. There is no evidence that the technology companies have any bias against conservatives mm. on their platforms. And so um, Trump is sort of propagating that narrative because it, it is a really good rallying cry um, for conservatives to feel like there's a little bit of a, a victimization from these companies that are staffed by very liberal people. And um, that has been a good point of attack, but it is not true. So let's let's talk a little more about those anti-conservative um, bias claims on their platforms. How will Sandberg and, and Dorsey handle those types of questions that they're probably going to get pushed on pretty hard? Well, it was interesting in the last hearing about this when they had their heads of policy on the stand that Twitter was very open about saying there is no such thing as that anti-conservative bias on our platform. And Facebook said, well, we understand your concern and we're looking into it, sort of giving room for there to be more... Um, more possibility of it occurring. I mean, they wanted to appease. They hired a former Senator John Kyle to conduct an internal investigation about whether there was bias. Um, so Facebook is definitely more more willing to to say that they're looking into this and sort of play into that narrative. And Dorsey, behind the scenes, has met with many prominent conservatives to try to um, ease their concerns over this um, sort of made-up problem. You say in your latest article ahead of these hearings that the government has made it clear that these tech companies need to do more to prevent a repeat of, of 2016. But are these tech companies getting the help they need from the government to do just that? Well, it's easy to point at the tech companies and say, this is your responsibility and your fault. But the tech companies don't know everything the government does about the world and what's going on in it. The tech companies only see what's on their platform. So while the companies are going out and saying, yes, we take responsibility for this, we are, we are you know, taking charge, they, behind the scenes they're trying to get a lot more cooperation from the government, which doesn't really have any one specific person in charge. The White House just got rid of their cybersecurity coordinator uh, earlier this year. There are some government bodies that have been coordinating with Facebook more closely, mm. but they're more uh, law enforcement bodies and, and not really focus on this kind of preventative uh, work. Uh, and that kind of preventative work is going to require sharing tips with the companies that may be confidential, and the government is still hesitant to do that. So it's going to be a very delicate stance. Um, to prepare not just for the midterms, but for the 2020 presidential election. And the relationship between the government and the companies is, is going to need to get a little bit more comfortable. So, so, Sarah, let's just fast forward to the day after the midterm elections in early November. What does success look like for a Facebook, for Google, for Twitter on Election Day? Well, the companies have said that they can't fully guarantee that they will catch everything. 
I think they won't know after the elections happen whether they've been successful. All they can say is, here's what we did. You know, we invested in this. We told you about these ongoing efforts that um, that we caught before they got too, too intense. Um, they already have pinpointed efforts that they found from Iran trying to run campaigns on Facebook, Google, and Twitter, and also another Russia instance. So basically what they're going to say is, you know, we've been proactive, um, but I don't think they'll be able to guarantee anything. I don't think that that success is really something that's attainable. Bloomberg News' is Sarah Fryer, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Make sure to follow Sarah on Twitter. She's at Sarah Fryer. That's the TikTok for today. Thanks for listening, and please head on over to iTunes and, and let us know what you think. I'm Dave Myers. You can follow me on Twitter at David F. Myers, and you can get all your updates 24-7 at TikTok.